Welcome to the Active Campaign Podcast, where it's all about marketing automation for your small business so you can get more done with less time. Find all the latest tips, tricks, and strategies in our ever-growing education center at activecampaign.com slash learn. And now our host, the Director of Education at Active Campaign, Chris Davis. Welcome to the Active Campaign Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Davis. On this episode, I have Christopher Cool, who is a professional children's entertainer. What that means is that he is a magician who specializes in helping parents make their kids' birthday parties stress-free, super fun, and unforgettable. He walks through how he's using Active Campaign to not only automate the scheduling process, but also the ongoing communication to really set himself apart from the rest of the magicians. And he has a second arm to his business where he trains people how to market as a professional magician. It's all in this episode. Enjoy. Chris, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to have you on. How are you doing? Doing awesome and uh, super excited to be on the podcast with you. Yeah, yeah. This is great because I we had a chance to meet in Canada, in, in Calgary. It was my first time there at, at one of our study hall events. And you were very engaged, very active. And I, and I had a chance to sit down and talk to you about your business. And I, I don't know if you remember, but it was like immediately when I heard about what you were doing, I was like, I have to have you on the podcast. <laughs> like our listeners have to hear about this. So I'm excited to have you on. So give our listeners a little bit of information about your background and your business. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and at, at the uh, the study hall there, when I walked in and I saw you, I had that same excitement. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's Chris. He's live from the podcast right here. It was awesome. So a little background about me. I'm a professional children's entertainer. So I specialize in helping parents create unforgettable, stress-free birthday parties. Mm. And that's through uh, through magic. So a magic show uh, specializing in kids' birthday parties. And then I also, a part of my other business, is helping other children's performers, magicians, grow their entertainment businesses, mm. um, kind of by creating uh, marketing and automation uh, for them to have more time and fill up their calendars. Mm. I love it, man. So, so how did you get in the children, say it again, Children's professional entertainer. Children's, yeah, just <laughs> children's entertainment. The children's entertainment business. It? You know, it was uh, it was a fad that my parents thought I was going to grow out of, and I <laughs> never did. I started when I was five years old. My mom and dad, they got me, um, uh, sorry, before that, let's back up. So when I was five uh, in kindergarten, yeah. I saw my first magician, and it was actually Ronald McDonald. And he came into the school, and you know, back then clowns weren't as scary as they are yeah. now. And it was the only way that McDonald's, you know, could get their marketing into the schools, right? So they had their orange drink and their hamburgers. And so their marketing was, hey, if the school buys all these kids happy meals, we'll do a free magic show with with our mascot, which is Ronald, you know, the clown, wow. Ronald McDonald. And I was hooked. I thought it was the most amazing thing Ever. And uh, and it was just, you know, kind of serendipity. Everything just kind of led into the next thing. Book order, school book order. Uh, and there was a little magic book um, in there that I could order. So I told my parents, I want that magic book. And I always joke around because the first trick I ever learned was cutting a girl in half. 
And what it was, it was a little pop out, you know, cut out girl and you pop out of the book and put her in an envelope and then you'd cut the envelope in half. And, you know, now since I can actually do the real trick in there, but that's where it all started. Both my sisters are nurses. There's no other magicians in my family. Everybody else, you know, always had real jobs. My my father, you know, worked for the city and, and all that. And I was always that strange one. And my mom always wanted me to get a real job, get a real job. But I'll tell you, Chris, I think I'm the one that has the most fun in the family. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. So somewhere along the line, you're infatuated with the the entertainment piece. You're, you're starting to take it on actively as a hobby. It grows beyond that. You're hearing voices from your family. Hey, you need to do this. That's not real. Stop playing with those dolls and clowns and toys and, you know, whatever. Right. At the same time, I envision and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I envision there was a point where you started to really embrace technology and start to understand like, hey, wait a minute, there's a way that I can have fun, even like at another level, I can start playing with these technical toys, too. When was when was that point for you? Absolutely. I think um, I mean, I always have always loved technology. I remember getting my first digital PCS phone with the green screen um, and, and it was great. My mom gave that to me. I never had boundaries when I was growing up as late as I wanted. I just had to tell her where I was. And when I was leaving that place, you know, there, all my other friends had curfews. I never did. Um, and I think that helped me. So where my big turnaround in my business was, was when I somehow I got really, really popular and I got really overwhelmed with the number of bookings because everything this was, this was maybe about 15 years ago. It was uh, 12, 15 years ago. Everything was manual mm. and it was just very chaotic. I never really had systems. I never really had processes in it. Um, and so I stopped actually doing magic um, professionally in, in, uh, you know, birthday parties and daycares in, in that kind of a profession, I stopped altogether and I actually became a street performer. And so, because a street performer, I could create my own, you know, my own job. I would just show up at a place and just randomly perform and set up a big show. I used to get inside of a straight jacket wrapped up a hundred feet of chain and gather a big giant crowd, you know, four or 500 people. And then I'd put the hat out and people would drop money in the hat. And that's how I made my living. And I traveled all across North America doing this um, because I wasn't having fun doing the paid shows. And it wasn't that I wasn't having fun with the paid shows. I was just overwhelmed with the business. I didn't know how to run the business. Mm. So I started to learn marketing. And once I started to learn the marketing and start to create some business processes, everything changed. Mm. Um, So I started with with another uh, platform for email marketing um, and, and that one. And I used it for quite quite a while, but it, it was had its limitations. Yeah. And I never did anything with scheduling. It was still it was still you know uh, in that process where it was a lot of manual stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was able to send out now professional confirmations through email and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then you know two and a half years ago, I think is when I first kind of stumbled across Active Campaign, and and my eyes opened up. I'm like, wait a second, automations. And then I started, I remember actually before that I was playing with if this, then that, and that was really cool. And then now, now using Zapier, because I found Zapier actually through, uh, through ActiveCampaign, um, through the integrations. And now the sky's the limit 
Now, inst- I, I do over 400 shows a year, and and I would say all the birthday parties, 95% of all the birthday parties that I book, so that's about 170 of those a year, are all automated. Wow. I was just telling you this morning, my printer prints out confirmations, and that's just using webhooks, and it's, it's amazing. It's such a game changer. And to be able to contact, and now I can also, not only am I super organized, I have a lot more free time mm. because everything's automated. I'm more organized. I'm giving my customers better service, um, anticipating their needs. And it's it's just a game changer. I love it, man. One of the things that you said that uh, I just have to highlight is that you, you talked about how you were overwhelmed because you didn't know how to run the business. And I, I, I'm glad you said that because what what we're finding uh, is that technology's barrier is so low anybody could jump in, right? Anybody could throw up a website now and say, I'm in business. Anybody can print off business cards, hand them out with a nice logo on it and say, I'm in business. But For free, for free. <laughs> for free, right? But the true test is, will you evolve into who you need to become to run the business? Right. And it sounds like you had that moment where you had to make that transition. And 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 now that we're we're so I wanted to highlight that first um, and hats off to you and just wanted to speak that to all of our listeners that that is that is the the journey of every entrepreneur is learning how to run a, your skill. Your talent will get you started and it may allow you to make money, but making money and running a profitable business not always one and the same. Okay. I can do things to make money. That does not mean I have a business, but you said something that I wanted to highlight and, and, and really dive into as we go into some of the nuts, nuts and bolts of how you're booking and scheduling. Like you said, it's all automated. You use the word anticipation. Tell me about how, how you're, how you're actively anticipating your audience. What does that mean? What does that look like? What's really, you know, anticipating my clients' needs. Uh, where are my clients in every process right from the start for when they're trying to do research to find the correct entertainer? It might not even be an entertainer. You know, uh, one, I, I actually teach other magicians around the world how to, how to build their businesses doing, uh, doing magic um, and growing their entertainment businesses. One of the things I tell them is that in most cases, it's not other magicians that are their competitors. It's actually all the other services that are out there. So like uh, in our profession, Chuck E. Cheese, you know, all the different, you know, play entertainment centers, all, all these different things are places that, you know, petting zoos. I mean, there's just it's, the sky's the limit. There's so many places uh, for for uh, a birthday parent to, to find entertainment, keep the kids entertained, because ultimately mm. that's what my parent wants to do. My client wants to keep kids entertained so that they don't have to, right? It really comes down to that. Make this a fun party for their children. So that's the first part is me trying to figure out what is my client wanting, right? So in this case, they want great, they want some kind of entertainment. And then how do I, how do I give them those answers? How do I show them that I'm the right person? Then that's, that's the easiest part, really. The hardest part after that is once you've got the booking to be able to, to have them so they're never worried about the entertainment or the party. Um, I've heard so many horror stories and I, and I swear, Chris, I get, you know, every couple of weeks I get parents that are frantic phoning the day before a birthday party because their entertainer um, has canceled or double booked themselves. It really does happen way too often. And 
And, and that's what I don't want my customers to ever worry about wow. because I think, I think one of the biggest problems with technology and, and I listen to your podcast all the time is sometimes people don't add the personality to the technology. And so, and, and I, one of my biggest pushbacks when I, when I work with uh, magicians and I lecture at different magic conferences are like, Oh no, I've got to, I have to talk to the client. I got to tell them the client. I got to talk to them and tell them how great I am. Which is obviously, that's the first thing. I mean, marketing 101, it's not how great you are, it's how can you help them, right? I'm the right person for the job. So how do you add that personality and to make make this customer not feel like it's just a robot on the other end? So I I map out, you know, so I've got my my where my client is, who my ideal client is, and then I go through the entire process start to finish. How long does, you know, does it take for a client? How how often do they or how much further before the party are they booking hmm. a, a show? So when does that business transaction start? And then when do they start to get worried about the the party or, you know, the service that they're going to be getting. Right. Um, so for me, I found that, and it was just a quick, the easiest way to do that was, uh, at, at the, uh, uh, one week before I, I, I noticed that before I had an automation set up, of mm-hmm. course, an active campaign one week before the party is when I started to have a lot of my customers sending emails or giving me phone calls saying, Hey, you know, would you want to make sure you're coming? Are you showing uh, up? Like I got 20 kids coming here. You know, are you, are you coming <laughs> now? I stopped all that. Like 99% of those phone calls and emails have stopped because I sent an email right out one week before, of course, it's just date based automation yeah. one week before the party. It gives them the information that, Hey, don't rest assured we're all there. And then again, I'm always telling them what to expect, right? I'm a big believer in like, you know, what's next, yeah. what's next. You should never leave your customers wondering what is going to happen next because you know, your processes, they don't, they might've dealt with a magician or an entertainer, uh, that never sent them a confirmation email out. So if I say, Hey, Chris, uh, yeah, I'm going to book your, your kid's birthday party. Awesome. Thank you. You're all booked. I know I'm going to send out a really professional email confirmation, but they might have worked to somebody that doesn't send them an email confirmation. So they don't even know to look inside their email. So when they book online, we use that thank you page Mm -hmm. to tell them exactly what to expect. What are they expecting? All right. In your email, there's a, uh, you know, there's an email inside there, all the details. Um, another great thing that that if you're not using this in in uh, in you're using the active campaign platform is just getting notifications when customers don't open up emails. Now, running a, a big, big business and you're doing maybe you're just doing a lot of you know email marketing, maybe you don't need to be notified every time. But in my case, I, I want to know if the customer didn't get that booking confirmation. And if they don't, then I can give them a quick phone call and say, Hey, Chris, I noticed, uh, and you got to do it in the non creepy way too. Hey, I noticed you didn't open up my email. Um, but it's, I just want to give you the great customer service and I know maybe you overlooked it. And that's also increased my engagement rate on the platform as well. Um, and it just takes a moment. Most people are opening their emails. They're getting them because of, again, that thank you page. Um, so that's just a couple of ways, the anticipation, it's just, you got to listen to your customers. I love it. You have to listen to them. When you start getting the same question over and over again, how do you solve that? Yeah. Is it an FAQs you got to do? Or maybe you're, you're offering too many packages. I have two packages that I offer 
You know, mm-hmm. it's a half hour, an hour. Um, and I have another package for older kids, but it's a really simple process. I don't want to overcomplicate it. But if people have a lot of questions about what you're offering, maybe you're not, you understand it, but you're not getting it across to them. Yes, yes. Which, again, it's it's the importance of clarity, especially when the human element is removed. You know, you could argue the further away the, the human touch becomes the more clear you have to be i mean just as humans sometimes we can talk in person and say something and miscommunicate it can you imagine somebody trying to read it how many times have you read a text with the wrong tone (laughs) it's like hey why are you yelling they're like no those are all caps because i'm excited oh (laughs) right so being very clear setting those expectations i love it you also so you're one of those you're one of those businesses that I, i really like to highlight because there's a lot of small details in what you say, because you've been doing it for so long. But I, as I'm hearing you talk about what you're doing, a lot you you were no stranger to service. Okay, you were in there serving an audience. You're making that call, and the reason why you know to make the call a week ahead is because you're integrated with your audience. You're paying attention like, oh, you're you you see what other people are doing. Like, oh, so you're nervous because you're not going to get that call. Let me not just go straight in and automate the call. Let me do the call first <laughs> to ensure it produces yeah. the results that I need. Now that I see it's working, let me automate it. But Chris, what I like about you is that you really take personalizing to the next level cuz you're also sending them cards, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my job, because it's so unique as an entertainer, I feel like it's it's my duty to entertain them along the way. So and then again, I'm a big believer in value providing just going above and beyond. So I actually had professionally dined my, my fiance designed all these what we call party printables and they're printable decorations okay. and invitations. Because, again, when you look at your service, what else can you do to help the customer? And in my case, they need decorations. They need to have invitations. And, of course, another great thing that I do is the upsells with with goodie bags and magic wands and top hats. And, and that's just automated through the process as well. Yeah. When When is the mom going to be shopping for these party extras? Oh, wait, you mean I don't have to shop now? Because now I'm competing with Amazon and things like that. Yeah. So having my timing right is great. Now back to the personalization. For, for me, it's great. I send them an email confirmation. Then couple days later, I make a video. So I use a bomb bomb, which is, and there's a lot of different video services out there. I love bomb bomb. I've even tried it before. It takes a little bit longer, but just creating a regular video, uploading it to Vimeo, um, and attaching the, the, the embed link, uh, to it, uh, directly into an email automation. So I've had that before. So the whole email comes from active campaign and there's a little video, um, but I like bomb bomb. It's just a little bit faster for me because it's, it, it integrates it. It's also another way to connect through the email, through a different service, just in case they don't get the first email. Now they're set up. Yep. So I make a video. That's that's me literally recording a video message to the birthday child. Um, and what that does is it, it gets the parents, oh, wait, this guy, you know what? He's worth yet because I'm also a lot more expensive than all my other entertainer competitors. Yeah, yeah. And it also also makes that personal level with the with the child. So and I'm wearing my costume, too. So when I when I get there and the kid, the kid already sees the video and they connect with me. I wear a bright blue jacket and yellow shirt or a red shirt and yellow tie, uh, all the primary colors. They're like, I know this guy. Yeah. He sent me this video. And then after the show, 
I have an automation that connects with the webhooks again in Zapier to Lob, which will send out a physical postcard, a thank you postcard to the birthday child. Um, and then uh, and then I'm also printing, you know, my confirmations come out, sent out on my printer right as soon as the, the booking process starts with mailing labels that I can slap right onto a little package um, that's like my toolkit for the parents. It comes with like uh, balloons, candles, all these things that a parent's going to need, cake cutting knife, yeah. and then little checklists and stuff. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. it there's so much. <laughs> there's so much about it all. But, you know, for you to record that video i mean it does take time but look at the experience right the enhanced experience recording that video to that child and then sending a thank you card to them on their birth thank you on your birthday <laughs> for having me you know um that's amazing and 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 the thing is chris if you had to do all of these things manual there would be a day and time where you would miss it you would drop the ball, you would forget, you would be tight, whatever the case is. So for you to identify those touch points that can really enhance the experience and then use automation to aid so that they're never a blind spot and they never fall short. It, I, I love it, man. And I'll tell you, though, and when I try and teach this stuff to, to other people, it seems like it's overwhelming. But. The biggest thing that I can, you know, recommendation I give to any business, and it doesn't matter, obviously, if you're, there's going to be many, many people that are not magicians on your podcast. Yeah. I want to speak to everybody, and that is you need to have a list of, of your procedures. So just go into Evernote or, or where, wherever you keep your notes and have this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Then it's this and this and this so that you have that same experience for every customer. Um, that just alleviates any any situation where a customer is like, oh, um, I didn't know about or you didn't send this or do this or you said this. It's like, well, no, here's my list of things. Yes. And and I treat it. I also treat my business, even though it's not something I would ever do for my business. I treat it like a franchise. Hmm. So if I was to to give this and give this whole business to you and put a magic top hat on you, Chris, and you were to start doing all these shows that you could literally do it because I've got all these procedures in place. And then that's it. And then when you're connecting automations, you just look at everything. Okay. I do this, uh, you know, more than two or three times. Uh, it's time to automate mm. next one. Oh, I only, I don't do this very often. That's fine. All right. This one, again, I'm doing, I'm doing it all over and over again. You automate it, but it's gotta be modular. One of the things that you taught me was, uh, in, in the study hall that made things a little bit clearer too, mm -hmm. was to really look at when you're doing your automations block uh, instead of having giant automations, break them into smaller groups yeah. because you can really look at something and and see where a problem is. There you go. Yeah, the, the functional building, um, it's the way to go. It's the way to go. Our brains don't always go there. We, you know, we kind of get a uh, consolation depending on where you came from, uh, what platform you used previously, your expertise or whatnot, and seeing it all in one canvas. But yeah, when you start breaking it up into functional pieces, it, it it's a lot easier to A, tell what's working and then optimize, you know, um, to optimize it. Now, 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 Chris, you have a, another side of your business. So so first off, this side, I, I just love what you're doing. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was, oh, this is something I'm not doing too often. That's OK. I don't need to automate it. And I'm so glad you said that, because one of the biggest time sucks that I see for entrepreneurs that don't 
understand how to leverage the space effectively is spending too much time trying to automate what should never be automated in the first place. <laughs> right. Like we'll get support tickets. We'll get somebody to call them. But like, look, I'm just trying to figure out how can I record a message that changes the name of the person every time they call. So I never have to leave a voicemail. And it's just, you, you know, you can work through and say, well, it takes five minutes. <laughs> to, to, like maybe it's just easier to just take five minutes out of your day. So just knowing that there are going to be some things that you will maintain, you you will keep doing. But to your to, 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 to your insight, having that list of procedures, what it does is it, and I love your approach to franchise because it really does. It sets your business to be able to be run without you. Somebody should be able to come in there, follow those procedures. Will they do it exactly like you do it? No. Will the job get done? Yes. Right. It's always easier to clean up than it is to create. So with that in place, it really does. It's it's the insurance piece of your business to ensure that it's going. But I wanted you to share. I wanted you to share a story um, because the other part of your business is you train people looking to get in the, the children entertainment industry. Um, you train them on how to do it. And what I didn't understand until we talked earlier was, oh, wait a minute. This could be anybody. It could be a school teacher. It, it could be a, 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 a traffic conductor i don't know <laughs> it could be anybody right so you have a, a interesting example of a police officer tell us about uh about the the story about the police officer oh yeah absolutely so when i started to automate my business and it really got easier for me i thought it would be a great idea to to start showing other magicians this and then that took off into marketing for magicians um and so I do that. And we got about 65 students inside of an online course and I call it the birthday business blueprint. And it really is. It's a blueprint, right? It's taking my business and allowing other people to just copy it and duplicate it. Um, and which is great because now I get to use the referrals from, from active campaign. I'm putting a lot of them into the system as well, showing them how to do it. But one of my favorite examples is cause I have magicians from all over. Some, some of the magicians are, have already been full-time performers and they, they're not so tech savvy, right? Mm. Cause you know, a lot of the gentlemen have been doing it and, and ladies too. I've got a couple women inside the, the course, um, inside the Facebook group that we, that we work with on, on a regular basis. But they come from all walks of life. Like some of them are full-time pros. Some have been doing it forever. And then they, the, what they're missing is all the new updates. All, how are we running Facebook ads and Google and oh, how do we do this? What's, you know, text messaging and how can we automate it? So they've got, they've been doing the magic forever, but they haven't necessarily learned any of the technology. They've just, they've just in our business, when you're good, it's great because it's just word of mouth and it keeps filling the fire. But too often, and, and I've made this mistake many times, and now it's one of those things. And I, I, every three months, we, me and my fiance, we meet and we, we do a little quarterly meeting and what our goals are for the next three months. And that was one of the things we just talked about again. And that was to never let my guard down, always be promoting and marketing. It doesn't matter if my schedule right now, my schedule is so full, but I don't want to stop. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of the uh, some of the older guys were doing was they were just relying on all the ref on the referrals word of mouth and not building their business. They're just it just keeps going and going. So uh, one of the, the gentlemen is a police officer. He was a police officer. And his goal two years ago was to retire from the police force because what he really loved to do was perform. Wow. Um, he liked it, liked his job. 
but he loved performing. And so I'm a big believer in lifestyle design. We all create our own opportunities and we design, um, you know, the life that we want. And I showed him that and I told him, hey, if you want to just do magic full time, then you need to have a number. You need to find out what is it that you need to make and this. And and then we broke it down into little goals and how we did it. And uh, yeah, and he uh, last year, he, he retired from the police force. And now he is doing full-time magic shows. Wow. Um, I've got two police officers that have done that now inside the course. Um, and it's just amazing like it, to, to see people going after their dreams um, is, is amazing. Yeah. And, and I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm mature enough in the space to know now that, that there, you deserve a hats off for being able to really clarify and document the process to where you can clearly communicate it to somebody so that they can easily follow the steps. Right. I think we overcomplicate. I think we a lot of marketers overcomplicate everything. And I and I tend to sometimes even when I'm trying to teach it, I overcomplicate things a little bit as well. It's just in our nature. But again, having those business procedures, simplify it. Uh, you look at your stuff too. When you look at a bird's eye view and you're looking down at all the stuff, you're like, why am I doing that? And again, you don't even have to automate or do it manually. Maybe you don't even have to do it at all. You just scratch it off. (laughs) Yes, yes. I I love it, man. I mean, if somebody would have told me when I was just learning automation that you could build a birthday business, I, I would have just I'd have had so many question marks like what? What? How did you build a birthday business? I, I could use a computer for that. You have to show up and be in person, you know. Um, so I'm so glad that you are here to to give us that insight. And again, I think the gold, the gold is you being able again to document what you're doing. In order to document, you have to know what you're doing. And I say that and it seems like, well, Chris, duh, if, if you're woke, you've opened your eyes. It's like, no, it's, it's it's not one of those like no brainers because there are people that operate in their business. Chris, they just go every day is a new day. They see a new tool. They're over here. Oh, there's a there's a convention. I'm going to that. Oh, let's get these cars. Hey, let's make this change on the website. And when you sit down and like, can you show me a plant? They don't have it. They don't have it. It's all in their head. It's all what feels good. So um, I love that. I love the fact that you did. You took the time to document and 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 really understand the value in knowing what you're doing and, and capturing it. Well, thanks, Chris. I really appreciate that. Um, and before we uh, we sign off on here too, one of the, my big pet peeves is is pet peeves is the segmenting. So back to the personalization mm-hmm. and anticipating. That's one thing I didn't talk about, and I just had this happen to me, and I, I'm sure you've done it too. Yeah. I, I purchased, uh, so I'm getting married. Which, by the way, uh, I actually automated my wedding registration process <laughs> through active campaign. So my uh, fiance said that was okay. So that was pretty, pretty awesome. Just the nerd in me. Um, so all my, everybody went and they, they, they scanned their QR code on their, on their invitation and they go to the landing page and boom. And they put all their information right into active campaign goes into my, uh, my Google sheets with Zapier. I love it. Oh, love and it, so I was buying my wedding ring. I was buying my wedding band. And I'm not kidding you. I, I All I wanted to do was buy a ring sizer just so I didn't have to stay at the store. It was a little bit more of a convenience mm-hmm. thing. Great idea. So I bought this little ring sizer from the company that sells the rings. And within 12 hours, five emails. 
And they're asking me, you know, the last email is like, you know, how's your ring sizer working out? Well, I don't know. I, I, I it's not here yet. <laughs> <Never got right? laughs> yeah. And so it, I think where, where that personalization and anticipating needs are, you know, does your customer need five emails? Yeah. Most likely not. There's also times where, and I see this big mistake too, when someone fills out a form on your page and then you get to a landing page and it says, hey, check your email um, for, for, or maybe it doesn't even say that, it just says something else, but then they go check their email and they got another email from you. Yeah. But what's the purpose of that email? Yeah. It's, it, you know, active campaigns great because it makes sending emails easy, but it's almost too easy for some people. So you have to look it back and ask, why are you doing that? Um, and, and that's it, you know, just anticipating what does the customer need and what don't they want? Like mm -hmm. what is, what's your customer not want? Yeah. And then get rid of that as well. No, that's, that's good. That's really good. Chris, I want to thank you, man, for coming on. And this has been amazing. This has been just as fun, just as fun on the podcast as it was in person, just talking to you and getting to know more about your business. And I'm sure our listeners will agree. If people want to find out more about you, what you do, connect with you in any capacity, where should they go? Yeah, absolutely. If you're planning uh, entertainment uh, in Calgary or in Alberta only, obviously in Canada, uh, you can go to my website, ChristopherCool.com. Um, and then if you're an entertainer uh, and you want to uh, learn how to, to automate the booking process and, and, and how I'm using Active Campaign, uh, you can go to Book more magic shows.com so book more magic shows.com um or uh, birthday business blueprint.com yeah. so those are kind of the websites you can uh, find me on there and chris i gotta say uh you know it's serendipity and all this and, and putting the energy out there i listen to the podcast a big fan i go to the active study hall you're there i every time i was listening to the podcast i'm like i want to be on this and it just you know you got to keep visualizing it That's and it. so it was a real pleasure thank That's you so much for having me absolutely chris i really appreciate you coming on and i'll see you online thank you for listening to this episode of the active campaign podcast chris did an amazing job of highlighting the power that automation has for service-based businesses that take the time to really understand the areas that they can be implementing and executing it to enhance not just the customer journey but allow you to run your business more efficiently uh, as he mentioned he had to grow to know how to run a business beyond just his talent and i i propose to you that that is going to be the most challenging for some of you but the most rewarding thing that you learn to do in your journey to become an entrepreneur and remember active campaign as a tool as a marketing automation platform is always here to help and make that business operation process easier for you if you've never listened to the podcast if this is your first time i'd like to extend a personal invitation to you to join a family of listeners small business owners and entrepreneurs who are dedicated to learning how to leverage the marketing automation space to their advantage in today, in this day and age, the information age, we're in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere where you can subscribe to a podcast. We're there. Type in the Active Campaign Podcast, subscribe, leave us a five star rating and review. It helps us get the word out. And if you're stuck in any way with Active Campaign, you're trying to figure something out, or just can't see how your business can benefit, or you're trying to do something and you just don't know how to do it, we have an amazing resource for you in the Education Center, Active Campaign dot com forward slash learn where you can find guides webinars courses videos 
all types of training that you can consume at your pace in the medium that you prefer. If you want to jump on a phone, jump on the phone and call somebody, talk to somebody in person from our success team, you can do so at activecampaign.com forward slash training. Sign up for a one on one and talk to somebody in person for 30 minutes. Last but not least, if you would like to meet me or anybody from the team, we run live events, everyone internationally. Please check out our events page and see if we're coming to a city, your city or a city near you. Activecampaign.com forward slash events. If you see an event close or in your city, please register. Use the coupon code podcast to get a percentage off of your registration. We would love to meet you in person. So please make an effort to meet us when we're close to you. This is the Active Campaign Podcast, the small business podcast to help you scale and propel your business with automation. I'll see you on the next episode.